Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Art of Noticing. I'm your host, best-selling author Johnny B. Truant, and I'm here to help you give the muse the finger and make life your muse instead. In each 10-minute episode, I'll tell you how I spun something mundane into inspiration and show you how to do the same. If you've ever wondered how to write better, how to be creative, how to get more ideas, you're in the right place. Let's start noticing. Some of you out there are probably wondering who the person is out there who still doesn't like superhero movies, and that is me. You have been looking for this person, and I am the only one left. Now, by the way, if you are one of the people who just isn't into superheroes, then um, I feel some sort of camaraderie with you, but it is rare. I also don't like The Nightmare Before Christmas, so let me just get all the stuff out of the way that people are going to hate on me for. So, um you don't need to bother to comment on this because I know that everybody is against me in the matter of the nightmare before Christmas, which everybody but me loves and, um, and, and all this superhero thing. Now it's not as bad as my wife who doesn't like the story, um, the movie, a Christmas story, because friggin' everyone, my age loves that movie. And even a lot of people younger than me. So, um, she's getting more hate on that than, than I am. But I, I just don't like superhero movies and superhero TV. I find them campy. I find them unrealistic. And yes, I understand that we are in the business of fiction. We are in the business of creating things that are by definition often unrealistic, especially in the realms of sci-fi, which I write a lot of or fantasy or whatever. And superheroes are kind of in that entire thing. But the problem that I have is that they're too unrealistic. You are granted one chief miracle or one chief um, body of miracles within a story. So if it's Harry Potter, it's that magic is real, but then everything that follows from that, like there's a school to teach wizards, there's a dark wizard, there's politics involving magic, like those things matter. And there is some of that in superheroes, but for me, and, and again, I get it. If you love superheroes, if you're in the industry, if you're like a comic book nerd and you've loved them all your life, I mean, absolutely no disrespect, but it doesn't work for me because I'm an analytical sort of person. And I'm always going to say, but why? So again, I get that once you introduce superpowers, like there's this argument, uh, if I were to say that doesn't make sense and people go, dude, this is a world where people fly. It doesn't have to make sense. Oh, that's BS though, because it does. You are granted one miracle, and in this world, the miracle is that superheroes exist. So I can't question any superheroes. So like the thing I just said, I can, you know, they can fly. I say that something doesn't make sense, and they say it's a world where people can fly. If the thing I said doesn't make sense is this person can shoot laser beams from their eyes, or if the thing is this person can teleport or whatever, then I agree. I don't get to criticize that because quote, there are superpowers is the miracle that I'm granting, but you only get one and then everything else has to follow from it. And usually the things that I'm saying, they don't make sense are like, why would this character do that? Or why can they suddenly do this new thing that they couldn't do before? Or wait a minute, we established that there's like kryptonite, which, um, makes Superman weak. And there, and there's a a big nugget of kryptonite in his hand and yet he's not weak. I mean, that's ridiculous and I don't think that's ever happened, but that's the sort of thing, like just to give you an extreme example of an argument that I'm sorry, you don't get to tell me this is a world where people can fly. So that doesn't apply. You don't get to say that because the logical rules that follow say that you, it's the world rules of your own world. You can't contradict those. You can't screw up character motivations 
just because it's a world where people can fly. You can't say, um, for instance, like, oh, well, the president just defers to the president wants Superman in his cabinet. Like, I feel like that sort of thing must have happened before. Super or, you know, Superman's going to be the secretary of being super or something in the cabinet. I'm sorry. I don't believe that because if I've granted that superpowers exist, I don't automatically grant that some superhero is going to be a delegate. Okay. Now I want to warn you, I'm going to give some spoilers for the movie Logan, which I love and the TV show, the boys, which I also love. So this is where I transition. And I say, I don't like superhero movies, except those are two examples. And in that world, there is, and again, just remember not a lot of spoilers, but if you haven't seen the show, I'm going to mention some stuff. So just so you know, there's a character called Homelander and Homelander is basically Superman. He's also basically some other cultural figures, but I won't go into that. And if he's basically Superman, this is the way I believe Superman would work. So now the true Superman, it's not a total allegory because Superman is an orphan who, you know, came out of Krypton. He was theoretically loved by his parents. He was raised by the farmers or whatever they were. I don't remember. I'm not a superhero fan as like a loving family, but that wasn't true of, of Homelander. So it's not an exact comparison, but I think that if a corporation were going to foster superhero creation, which is what happens in the boys, then they absolutely would be raised in labs. They absolutely would be treated like animals. And then the superhumans that resulted from that, like Homelander, would be monsters. Superman is too perfect. He's too kind. He's like a big red boy scout. I just don't buy it. Instead, I believe the disingenuousness that comes from like a Homelander type character where he's nice on the outside. He's all America. He's rah, rah. He's uh, stand up for what's right on the outside, but he is a monster on the inside. And that I believe, I believe the politicization of politics, not putting them on the cabinet, but having all sorts of legislative crap around them makes perfect sense. In Logan, I was watching it for the second or third time because I really love that movie. And I was, it, it hit me. I was like, oh my God, I, superhero movies are like the books that I write in that like, if, if a man, you know, forget the idea of the big S word, superhero movie, superhero show, superhero story. And you say, what if there's a guy who had like metal claws grafted onto his bones and they could erupt through his skin over and over again and it hurt every time, but he would heal. And that was it. And he was just strong and he would, he could heal. I could see writing that character and, and it personalized it. And it made me look at the movie and say, why do I not like those other movies? But I do like this one. And it's because it felt real. It felt like if there was this guy, that's the miracle you're allowing what would he be like? And yes, he would be jaded at the end of his life. He would have PTSD. He would, you know, wonder about all the people he killed. He would think of himself as a monster. He would be used up as he got older and and trying to continue on as a superhero is like trying to continue as like a 20 something beauty model. Once you get older, it's inevitable. You're going to get older and it's going to cause psychological problems. So all of this made me think that now that genre can do what it wants. Like the fantasticism, the campiness, the total and complete suspension of disbelief is something that that genre and those viewers do tend to like in some cases. And so more power to you if that's what you're into. However, if you 
want to get people like me. If you are like me and you have problems with some of that, just some of that hand waving that just says, don't pay any attention. Don't look over here. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain because this is superheroes and all bets are off. If you're like that, or if you want to get people who feel against that, who feel that that's wrong, then creating flawed heroes, asking you've granted this miracle, what would it be like? Would it, would a real superhero who lived in the world in a real way, he's a super person, but he lives in the world in a real way, what would happen? What would be the actual outcome of that? And by doing that, by ending all real elements, adding politics, adding power plays, adding people who are trying to manipulate them and publicize them and profit off of them, what would happen? The, the thing about the boys is I completely and totally believe that if we had a world where a corporation created superheroes, it would be like this world. And that depresses me a little bit. Well, it's fascinating me. And that's the last thing is, if you want to, these stories can be allegorical. The boys is political allegory. It's a social allegory. You don't need that element. It can just be fun. But if you do, all the things I've been talking about, the politicization, the 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 exploitation, the marketability, I mean, they're always marketing. There's like Brave Maeve's lasagna or something in this world because it'll sell better if it's got a superhero face on it. Maeve is base, Queen Maeve is basically Wonder Woman, if you've been wondering. And if you believe all those things, it makes it so much more real. So you can have fantastical and real, I guess is what I'm saying. And this is just me saying, personally, it's not for everybody, I prefer real. All right, that's it for today. If you'd like more, be sure to visit johnnybtruant.com slash subscribe and sign up so you don't miss anything. Now, subscribing is free, but for just a few bucks a month and the good karma that comes from supporting the arts, you'll also get all the member stuff, bonus episodes and articles, behind the scenes peaks, and the weekly one drink book club where my creative friends and I talk shop over Friday cocktails. If membership isn't for you, please show your support by sharing, reviewing, all that good stuff. It really does make a difference. Thanks for listening and stay curious.